Okay, next question. How many kids do you want to have? 18. Four or five. <laughs> Either one, not 18. Well, good luck with that one. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Four or five, yeah. We are really shooting for a TLC TV show. So we're hoping that, that, that we're going to get That is our there. main goal? Yep. We don't care much about our kids. We just want to... All right, welcome back to the Unqualified Podcast with your hosts, Tim and Molly. And so today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We asked some of you guys, or Molly asked some of you guys, uh, some questions that you had for us. So we are going to do a Q&A for this session. Yeah, so we wanted to make it a lighter session just um, with the world around us right now. And yeah, we hope you guys enjoy it, get us to get to know us a little bit better. And yeah, yeah. depending on when you're you're watching this. We listening, have, listening, <laughs> listening to this weird. We have been on lockdown. Not the the whole United States, the whole Basically, world probably yeah, the whole has been on lockdown for three what, weeks like, at least. Probably, yeah. I don't know something. We like have that, another so. two and a half weeks at least. I mean, I don't know when they're going to change everything. So hopefully, we give you guys something good that you enjoy listening. A to lighter you, episode mm-hmm, yeah. while you pass the time and. Let's get right into it. Molly, what is the first question? Okay, so the first question is, did you guys go to premarital counseling? Thoughts, suggestions, and takeaways. Okay. you want, I, I'll start and then you go. Uh, we did go to premarital counseling. Uh, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it to anybody uh, getting married. I think that that's a, it should be a very high priority. It really helps you, helped us kind of lay some groundwork for what we would be dealing with later on in our marriage. Uh, it asked us and showed us some things that we hadn't really thought about, things that I didn't really think I needed to address. And uh, it was difficult because they pretty much, uh, they, they offered Molly a, a door out. They, they said, you know, if, if you don't, don't want to get married yet, you don't have to. Yeah. But we went and got married. So we're, we're married now. <laughs> Don't regret it. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. So yeah, so, um, we did go to premarital counselor, counseling. It's always been on our agenda to do premarital counsel, counseling. Um, it's a big, um, we, we really recommend it. And um, any takeaways or anything, any thoughts is um, those people are going to help you um, see the good a part of each other and bad parts of each other and they are there to help you work through it and yeah I think they helped us a lot and it just was a way to be like hey we're here for you um if you need us in the future if you need us right now we're here and we just want to help you guys out so I think it's a very important part of your relationship when you decide to get engaged yeah uh like like you said I mean it just it gets your mind right, I think, for marriage because you can think that marriage is this happy-go-lucky thing, which it sometimes can be, but it also makes you think about some of the hard parts of marriage. So I, I, I would not have gotten, I, I would not advise just going solo and not getting some outside perspective into mm-hmm. your marriage. I agree. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So next question, how do you get through burnout? So you can go on the work side and I will go on the home side. Sounds good. 
So you oh, can go you ahead. Want, okay, yeah. I'll go first. So I'm going to talk about burnout through work. Um, the 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 best thing to do, or at least for me personally, now you could have a billion other things that you could do, but the best thing to do for work um, to not get burned out at work is probably to find a hobby because you don't, you don't want to be, I mean, you don't want to be just this robot every day going, going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. And just, it just becomes repetitive and it doesn't take time to do things that you enjoy. So, and you're not your real self. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you've got your work. I mean, I am not Tim at work. I mean, I am, but I am not husband to you, Tim. I'm not the Tim you know at work because... Professional Tim. Yeah, I'm, I'm professional Tim. I'm, I'm, I have to interact with people a certain way and each person I have to read to try to figure out how to interact with them best. And so really work is for everybody, I think, putting on a show. Putting on a, a show to be... Something that you... Your best self. Yes, yes. To uh, sell yourself, basically. For sure, yes. To sell yourself to not just your patients or customers or wh- whoever you're working with, but also... The environment. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think in order to decompress, you need a hobby, especially if you're a dude. I mean, I just feel like dudes need to build things, construct things, even if it's... I like start figuring out how to start your own business. I think yeah, I, I think agree. you got to as a as a man speaking just for men, you got to figure out a way to create something or or to to mold something or whatever. You've got to have some sort of creative outlet. Yeah. I think. Anyway. No, I agree. Yeah, once we started implementing like playtime for you, I think it was a huge changed and shift in our marriage I think yeah. it created a lot less tension and also we're starting to we're starting to try to figure out a routine on how to implement that and um, I think it's helped us it's helped me because I know the time frames that you need and it's not a selfish act either yeah. it's both of us putting our parts and um, to get through burnout I mean you you want to be your best self um, because through burnout you are not yourself yeah well, and because really, I want to be my best self for you. Mm-hmm. Like this is the the home. I feel like is the most important place for me to be myself and for me to be running a hundred percent. I can do work at fifty percent, and it's not going to affect my life all that much. If I do home at fifty percent, if I do husband at fifty percent, it's just it's not going to be that good, and it's not going to help you flourish it's not going to help arrow grow up in a healthy environment so i just feel like we need to i need to be 100 percent at home no matter what and work kind of takes a back seat to that when it comes to uh effort i don't know i don't know where i'm going with that but no i agree yeah, yeah. so um the way i avoid burnout is um i asked him for a task that I see that I need help in. So by the end of the day, my time spent with Arrow is very, it's been how many hours straight? I mean, you go to work for 12 hours. Well, I mean, I get home about 10 to 12 hours later. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at home with him. I love it. I love it. I love it. But it is, it 
is a lot when you're the only one changing the diapers all day and doing all the normal regular stuff that a mom does. So when Tim comes home, I find the task that I need him to do at that time. If there's something that's like on my mind at that time that I just can't get over the hump of being like, ugh, I just cannot do this. Lately, it's been a night routine with Arrow. Um, I have him... Uh, give him a bath and or change his diapers um, get him ready for bed and he reads him the bible and at that time I will do my night snack I will get on my phone I will do something like that just so I can feel like my own person again now that lasts for like 12 minutes or 20 minutes or so and then I go up there and feed him and then we lay him down and then me and Tim have our time together so that helps me with burnout from the home Um, and also just regular tasks I'll be like Tim can you take out the trash just just normal little things that I just can't I don't have the capacity for also um, this past week I decided every this is Easter this week that we're talking um once it's out, it, you, it, Easter will already be gone. But anyways, um, so this every Easter for the past four years, I think I take a break off of social media. And in my uh, department, I would say it's pretty risky to take a week off of social media because I have brands reaching out to me and I don't want to ignore. But um, I decided to take a week off of social media and I think that helped me so much just to unwind because um, my mind could be going thousands of miles an hour and because of social media and because I'm always trying to build something, that next relationship, something I'm always trying to build on my social media. So um, yeah, this has been a really great break for me and tomorrow is the end of my fast and I honestly, I don't even know how I feel about going back on right away. But yeah, it's been good. So that I think is another thing. Just figure out what you're addicted to per se. It could be pop. It could be um, sugar. It could be social media. It could be anything. Find out where you try to numb yourself out and just take a break from that. Even if you do a time limit on your phone, how long you're supposed to be on your phone. Um, The phone really rings true to me because I work from my phone. So it's something I need to take a break with. So that helps me with burnout. Well, and and another thing, I mean, you mentioned kind of taking a week off or or doing whatever. Uh, As humans, as, as humans in America, I guess specifically, we are wired now to do things do things do things do things all the time and you know that includes doing my hobbies or whatever but we don't shut down i think it's also a very good thing to do each day uh ideally but maybe you know once a week to just stop to rest and to to not do anything to just look at your surroundings to enjoy what's going on for for us, that's kind of our walk. Mm-hmm, I guess you could say sure. we're just out walking. We're we're looking. We're talking with each other. We normally don't bring our phones, and if we do bring our phones, we don't look at them. Yeah, like you were saying about how America is always going, 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 and just our culture. It is a really easy thing to find yourself in burnout. So just find that one thing that just seems like it's draining to you. Ask for help. Um, take a week off do something for yourself is hard and I felt twitchy for the first day or so but 
um, pray through it. And honestly, you'll, you'll be better for it when it all comes to an end. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So next question, how has Arrow changed your marriage? Well, I think the biggest thing, the the biggest way that he's impacted us is our um our fights, I would say. Uh it's not I mean we still have them, but it's not a whole lot of those big fights, but it's more of small bickerings that that just kind of end really quick. And I think that's that's probably the biggest way. We just know that we always have those little eyes on us, and that gives us a little more you know, encouragement to have self control in, in all things. So, in what even just normal talking back and forth, we have more self control because we don't we don't want him to hear certain things, or yeah. we shouldn't, or, or we catch ourselves and we're like, well, we probably probably shouldn't say that in front of him. And so I think just an awareness of communication and and how what kind of environment we want him to to grow up in and i also think that he showed us the uh, most selfish parts of us um and that has i mean poured over into our marriage because i mean once we find the selfish parts out we either are arguing about it or um just stuff it's really i mean what a child is meant to do it's um, meant to show you that you aren't perfect and you are a human just like everyone else and you do mess up and you are supposed to ask for forgiveness and all the things that are uncomfortable about yourself boil up. So um, I don't think that he has really impacted different parts of our marriage. Like um, I think that we go on more dates than we used to now because we have to figure out okay this is our communication time we have to figure out um I mean even when we have more kids one kid is easy to go on dates but if we have more kids we have to figure out babysitting schedules and um, grandma's gonna have her hands full yeah well Reba (laughs) Reba I'm sorry Reba you'll have your hands full so anyways um yeah uh we just kind of are putting placing he's kind of just helping us um figure out what we want our family to be like. So, yeah, we we just have been kind of going with the flow like we always do, and we're just figuring out as we go. I don't think we've changed too much, but I also do think that my selfishness has come out more. And Oh, my selfishness has for sure. Yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> when, we, when he first came home, I mean, we were, I mean, we were grumpy at the fact that he was waking up in the middle of the night crying because we just hadn't been used to that before. And we had no sleep. Like any parents, you, I mean, you know, I still feel like that weight of my eyes coming home from the hospital, like just being so utterly exhausted. And the minute you hit the pillow, you're like, okay, great. And for the most part, I thought he was a pretty good sleeper. Yeah. And so we are probably pretty uh, lucky Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it showed a lot of our selfishness when we came home. And I think we also thought like our, um, time off from work was going to be actually time off. Like, you know what I mean? You thought you would get video games, be able to play video games while he would just lay in his little swing. And I thought, don't worry. I did. I did do that. Oh, but it was not interrupted time. (laughs) So anyways, it's just, he has changed our marriage for the better. Um, we, are hoping to strive and get better, but yeah, 
It's been good. We love being parents, and I love seeing Tim be a daddy. And Arrow loves his daddy. So it's really fun to see that part of your spouse. Yes, it is, because you get to see – you get to be very proud of your spouse for for things that they do, for the way that they do things, for how they handle certain situations, because – You've never seen that before. Yeah, I've never seen you – parent yeah be a mommy yeah i I just i think it's awesome yeah it's really really cool so just an encouragement for kiddos (laughs) (laughs) okay so the next one what is one thing you guys like to do together to spend time and let the time fly by so we we, talked about this a little bit before how we go on walks yeah um we just really enjoy walks especially here in ohio we don't get very many walk days because it is cold it is rainy it is windy every other day and we got a lot of walking in this week though yeah well it's been side great note, side note if we lived in arizona we wouldn't have uh, this kind of problem but. except in the summer we couldn't go outside because we can't breathe that's it doesn't matter but anyway <laughs> unless you gave me a pool baby <laughs> you take you find a house in Arizona with a pool with a pool and I I promise I'll go. Okay. I'll go babe. If anybody knows any cheap uh houses there in Arizona cheap. with a pool uh give us a shoot us an email. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Tim Molly Tim Molly 2017 <laughs> 17 at gmail. All right. We're looking forward to that email. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that and like you said we we take dates now. Mhm. We take oh, yes. dates once uh, what is it the third it's every third saturday every third saturday or weekend now in quarantine we are doing that a little bit differently uh i don't know (laughs) we're gonna have to do it while he takes his nap lately he's been napping for like two hours yes he is finally during this quarantine i will say mama has done a good job with her schedule (laughs) so that's good (laughs) (laughs) so anyways yeah the what we do for Number one thing, even with Arrow taking a walk, um, that's been great. And um, we just are all quiet and Arrow loves going on a walk. He hangs his little hand out the side of his stroller. He does a little Detroit lean. It's really cute. He he loves it. And he, he sits there with his little hat and he just loves it. So that's been a great, 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 great thing, especially during quarantine because we can't go anywhere. Um, like you said, dates um but what is one thing that we like to do when we go for a date we go we go to restaurants i think that we like restaurants mm-hmm. yeah. especially me because i cook yeah every meal Pretty so much. so um something that we like to do is go to new restaurants though we like to experience new restaurants yes yeah uh, so yes that's all, that's all I have no to comments. say about that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, we do um, a little bit. I mean, we like to spend together. We don't really like have much time anymore as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that we do together makes time fly by, honestly, mm-hmm. until nighttime. And then yeah. we sleep. <laughs> Sitting with Arrow kind of makes time fly by. Or slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your attitude. Depending on how fast he is with his toys. Yep. <laughs> or if he's walking around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we kind of just find anything that makes us happy. Um, number one thing, like I said, is walking. So yeah, next question. Okay, we have a special guest popping in after his nap. What do you like to say, Arrow? <laughs> okay, 
Wise words from Arrow. <laughs> okay. So our next question is, if you could live anywhere, where would you move? Arizona. Or New Mexico. New Mexico looks pretty. I never lived there, but it looks very pretty. I've always wanted to move to North Carolina. Yeah, I did at one point, And then I thought about humidity and how I don't like it. Okay, so my thought with Arizona is I want the all four seasons. I want my kiddos to see snow. So that's why I want North Carolina because it's warmer. Yeah, it, but you can go up into the hills and see snow. I don't know. Into the mountains. We and wouldn't see live snow in, in the Arizona. mountains, though. I mean, we could live at semi elevation. There are levels of whatever. Arizona. Anyways, yeah. his is Arizona. Mine is North Carolina, probably. I don't know. I'm pretty content where I am. Northwest Ohio is her favorite. No, it's not. That's why we're here. No, I have family here. Yeah, they have, we have free child care. We do have free child care. <laughs> totally worth it. Okay, so where is your dream vacation, Tim Sanders? Arizona. No, it isn't. Yes. Well, probably. What, what did I say? See, okay. You wanted to so, take a road trip. Side note, this is the third time that we've recorded this so far. No, second time. Second time. Uh Dumbo me accidentally deleted it from the computer. Unless you did yeah. a third recording yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to line it up. Anyway. Well, okay. So mine's a road trip like all around the United States, I guess. Up to <laughs> Yellowstone and uh, and then down to Arizona, maybe through what, Washington or something to see pretty stuff. <laughs> Go down south, you know get, see stuff. Texas. I want to see Texas. Shoot some guns. Shoot some guns down in Texas. And then from there, just come home. Yeah. So mine is probably that. The, I mean, anywhere that Tim takes me is fine. Um, we did go to Hawaii, which that used to be my number one dream vacation. We went to Hawaii for our honeymoon, our late honeymoon. So that was really fun. I thought that was really, really pretty. Um, the flight was awful and horrendous, but that's what you get when you live in Ohio, the north is of the north, and you try to fly south. So, yep. <laughs> okay, so what is your biggest pet peeve about each other? This should be good. Oh, well, hang on. Let me go down the list here. What's my biggest <laughs> one? <laughs> my, my biggest one is, and you've, you probably know this if you listened before, my biggest one is when she eats peanut M&Ms in our bed right before we go to sleep. Because at that point, I'm ready to go to sleep. And I'm, I'm ready, ready to, to chow my down. Eyes, and I hear... It's not that bad. She chews with her mouth open. No, no, I don't. <laughs> he thinks it's so loud just because he's annoyed by it. But my biggest pet peeve is that he wears his shoes in the house. I cannot stand that. I think it's... Di- I know. I think it's disgusting um you have all the germs of the outside world and he works in a nursing home so he trots around with his shoes in our house and i cannot stand it so i just don't i don't like not wearing shoes most of the time i just your feet i like things covered put your my, clompers my on feet. i don't like they're not tight what if i need to run away somewhere then throw off your clompers and run <laughs> okay Next question. What is your favorite quality about your spouse? My favorite quality uh, about you is your wisdom about our marriage. You you know, like we wouldn't do things like go on dates or, well, take walks. I mean, I'm just... Tim's a romantic. <laughs> as you can tell. I'm just not a... 
I like I like doing nothing and I'm not I'm just not very good at it yet. So your wisdom kind of helps us along and you you find things like the marriage journal mm-hmm. and all that to to do to keep our marriage healthy. So while that should be more a little bit more of me, I, I I'm glad that you can take the reins and and help us out there. That's my favorite quality. Well, thank you. Second is that you're hot. So Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, so my favorite thing about Tim is his humor. That was a thing that I fell in love with him for. And he just is the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. No joke. Um, I always had a hard time listening to people repeat the same jokes over and over and hearing the same memes and hearing the same internet funniness. Um, but Tim is like the original funny guy. The OG. He just, he talks, he's just off the wall with his humor and the, just the way he is with our boy and the way he is with my family and how he just, he, he's just, he makes the whole room laugh. So I really, really love his humor. So that is our favorite things. How long have you guys been together? Well, we've been dating for three and a half years. We have been. Are we married yet? Yeah, we got married. (laughs) (laughs) We got married. Then we started dating every third week. (laughs) (laughs) No, we've been together with dating and marriage three and a half years. We've only been married two years. Yes. Um, I don't know if there's more to say about that. I mean, met you online. We online dated... On Facebook and Snapchat and the Twitters, all those things. So that's 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 our story, and we're sticking to it. Move on to the next one. Side note: If you guys hear a little tiny human breath, it's Arrow. Sorry about that. What is your biggest marriage advice? Communication. Communication. And dates. Well, well, that's along with communication. Yeah, eh, I, probably not. I, I would say it is. I would say just know that you are not better than your spouse. Yes, you are going to need just as much grace as your spouse does. Just because they mess up doesn't mean you have not messed up. Um, I think that's really good. I think that's the biggest thing that can kind of get into marriages that like I'm so much better than you because I don't blank. And yes. that isn't how it works. Yes. Uh, we are both on an even playing field. Jesus puts us there, says that you're all a bunch of sinners, and we are all a bunch of sinners. So that, that makes it easier to extend grace when I mess up, you mess up, whatever that may be. Yeah. So I think that that one tops it. But communication is another one. You just really um, need to find ways and creative ways to communicate still. Communication is a really great one. You just need to find ways to connect and communicate um, in different fun ways um, and not so stuffy ways. You just need to to learn your spouse every year of marriage, every day of marriage, every hour of marriage. Just Just be a pursuer of your spouse. So, yeah. Okay, so do you want to send your kids to public school or homeschool? Oh, we are going homeschool on this one for 
Sure. Yes. So um, I was never one to want to homeschool, and I actually really fought against it. And over the course of the years, I have had some encounters with the Lord, and He has really put it on my heart that He wants our children to be homeschooled. So um, I always thought I was not um, smart enough. I was not, I didn't have the patience. Um, not that, I mean, we haven't even started homeschool, but the minute that we brought our little boy home, there is nothing that I would rather do than disciple our little boy. Um, it's not out of fear whatsoever. We, we don't fear the world. Um, because if you do fear the world, um, that is not a reason to homeschool. Yeah. So that's one thing I had to talk to Tim about too. I was like, Hey, like, are we homeschooling? Because... Um, we want to disciple our children or are we homeschooling because we are scared that our schools are going to get invaded? Um, are we scared of what the world is? Um, and we both determined that it's honestly just because we want to disciple our kids. And honestly, we want to take our kids to different places and we want them to experience the, like, have experiences with us and not be in a box in a classroom. Not saying that's not for everyone. If you do go to public school, good for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just our personal opinion. We we are very excited to have the flexibility of homeschool and just be able to um, see our kiddos grow and disciple them. Yeah. Okay. So time for my soapbox. Yeah. I was waiting for you to get done so I can get on a soapbox here. Okay. <laughs> so... So with homeschool, I know there are a couple reservations. You may have this reservation if you if you may if cringe this, if you, you hear us say yes, we want to homeschool. Yeah, but let me let me address those. Number one, the kid is going to be weird, and number two, I think I've heard uh, how are you going to witness to other people? That's the most questions we've got. Okay, that well that I, I've heard that a bunch, honestly. Yeah, and even the weird. before you. Yeah, one. He's going to be weird anyway. He's And we he's, want him to be weird. Yeah, we don't want him to be normal. That's that doesn't make any sense to just want to be normal. And it's not is not awkwardly socially weird. Actually, homeschool kiddos like they they have had the highest ranking scores of um what is it? Presentation public speaking. Yeah. They have the highest ranking because you have to get out there and actually do public speaking. Go on. Okay. Yeah. And so one doesn't matter to me if he's weird. Yeah. He's, he's probably going to be weird anyway. Goofy. He's uh, got us as parents. Two. <laughs> uh, we can, two. He, the dude, he's, he's not going to witness when he's seven years old, eight years old, nine years old. I mean, he's just going to be a little boy. He's going to be learning. He's going to be taking in more than he talks. He's not going to be going and changing minds. Yes, he may bring you into contact with another family that you can interact with, but but so can anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just... I you wanna... can witness while you're on vacation with your kiddos during the school year. <laughs> yeah, if you're having trouble finding people to, to witness to, then... It, homeschool for us is not so we can shelter. Yeah. Homeschool is not so we can be at home and not go to the outside world. Um it's not for that reason. We're doing it for so we can see our kiddos grow. We both had a hard time sitting 
in school in a desk and I had a hard time learning the way everyone else learned. Um, and that brought on a lot of shame, a lot of embarrassment and just wanting to memorize the answers and not knowing anything. Um, Tim academically was better at school than I am. And he even struggled with the same things as me. He was not into, um, if you guys hear a bunch of noise in the background, that's just aeroplane. Don't worry about it. (laughs) He was not into um, learning. Um, He was mostly there to get good grades. (laughs) And yeah, so. Yeah, so that's that's why we believe that that homeschooling is the best way to disciple our little boy to be um, a godly man, number one, but to be be well-rounded through experience and not just bookwork. Yes, exactly, yeah. All right, next question. Is your house that you're in now your forever home? So you guys heard our Fixer Upper episode. If you didn't, um, you can obviously see from the title, Fixer Upper. (laughs) We are um, hoping to sell this house once we are all done. Um, Make the big bucks. Yeah, this like like we said, it's like our piggy bank. And um, we just keep on putting more equity into it so we can eventually invest in our forever home. And we want that to be on some good land. Um, apparently Arizona is the place where Tim wants yeah, to land. Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and, uh, he said that because every time we say never, it ends up happening. <laughs> well, I didn't, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyways, um, we want land. We want a place where everyone feels welcome to be. We want a, um, inviting warm home for our kids to bring their friends and, and we want a backyard that I can shoot my guns. Exactly. We want to be hillbillies basically. <laughs> okay. Next question. How many kids do you want to have? 18. Four or five. <laughs> Either one, not 18. Well, good luck with that one. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Four or five. Yeah. We are really shooting for a TLC TV show. So we're hoping that, that, that we're going to get That is our there. main goal. Yep. We don't care much about our kids. We just want the attention. <laughs> okay. Side note, I love the Duggars. We're not making fun of them. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're good and wholesome. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> we watch the Duggars a lot. Actually, that's one of the TV shows we like to watch. One of the two, three. Yeah. Anyways, um, we want four or five kiddos. Uh, we're just going to take it as we can. Um, I'm guessing with the amount of baby fever I already have, having a eight-month-old, I think that will come sooner than later. <laughs> so four or five kiddos we want, and that's why we want a big old house where we're going to shoot some guns. Shoot the guns. <laughs> okay, so apparently that was our last question. So... I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that one. Now we're going to... Arrow didn't. Now we're going to go on to our... What? What is it? The love it or list it? What, what's the, what are the questions? The love it or list it ending that we always do. Loving, reading, listening, and eating. Loving, reading, listening, eating. Loving. What do you think I'm loving? I'll guess what you're loving this week. What do you think I'm loving? Uh, being a stay-at-home mom. No. No, you don't love that? Floor. Wow. What? <laughs> the bathroom floor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You like that? Yes. Yeah. That, that was stupid. I should have known that one. Okay. Let me guess what you're loving. You're loving I don't even, me. I need, there you go. I don't even know what I'm loving right now. I mean, I. 
It's been pretty mundane around well, here. We, no, okay. So it's been a little warmer. We have been able to get out a little bit. And that has been really nice. Yeah. I have loved. You have. Uh-huh. For once, I like walks. I normally get bored. Now, if if we were to uh, live in, you know, a place with good weather and some mountains and stuff. Arizona. We could go and hike. That's what I used to do back in the AZ days. But but I will take walks along the, the road uh, here and there. I'll allow it. All right. What was the next one? Reading. You're reading the Jesus Storybook Bible. I am. I am reading the Jesus Storybook Bible to Arrow. Uh, we read it almost every night while we're getting ready. That's part of our nightly routine. And he loves it when he doesn't have to sit and listen to it. He loves to put his mouth on it and try to turn the pages himself. And, and scream at it. Scream at it and scream at me. But he loves it. And I am reading What If It's True by Charles Martin. And that is a story about Jesus, basically. Um, basically, his uh, journey through what if the story of Jesus is actually true. Um, yeah, it's a really, really, really deep thinking book. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. I really like it. I'm not even close to halfway done, but I really like it. So, good. Okay, what are you listening to? Listening to... By golly. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> well, shocker there. Um, you know, I don't... I listen... Oh, okay, no. So, I listened to a sermon the other day on my way to work uh, by Judah Smith. He's a pastor out of Seattle, I believe. And uh, he's really good. It was talking about how to get your passion back for the Lord. So, I thought it was a really good one. Uh, I think the the key point is to put Jesus as the, I mean overall put Jesus as the main thing and stop worrying about the peripherals so much and just set your mind on Jesus and um the the phrase that he uses walk with me work with me watch how I do it so um walk with walk with Jesus work with Jesus do things with Jesus and watch how he does it. Watch the things that he does. That's really good. Yeah, so I like that. I really, yeah, I really, really. I I think he got it from the message. I think the the Bible, the message, says that at some point. But but yeah, that's what I I listened to. Okay, what I am listening to this week is anything that. Um, so I've been binging podcasts because I have been working on our house and I have been working on. Um, doing our bathroom tile. Um, I will be posting a blog post about that so you guys can see what our bathroom tile looks like, the before and after. But anyways, to pass that time, I have been listening to the BooCast. And it's just a light-hearted, two best friends talking on the phone. Um, literally just talking on the phone. It's poor quality. But it's just it's nice to hear because I don't talk to anyone all day. Um, because quarantine, (laughs) I don't talk to anyone on the phone all day and Tim's at work all day. So I have been just listening to two ladies talk on the phone, what their favorite products are, what their um, input on the news is. And it's just a funny podcast, just a lighthearted podcast. Um, yeah. So what's the next eating? What are you eating? Uh, well, pretty much you're cooking. (laughs) <laughs> pretty much pretty much uh we've eaten out a couple times but 
Just your cooking. Zucchini bread. Zook bread. Yep. Gave me a tummy ache yesterday. I ate too much of it for breakfast. But uh, yeah, just whatever you make. Okay, so what I have been eating. Hmm. Well, it's Easter tomorrow, so we got a basket full of candy for my mom. So. <laughs> so more candy. <laughs> more candy. We as going if to, we're going to keep it right next to our bed. <sighs> no. No, that's not a good idea. But yeah, I've just been eating. We've been eating a lot of tacos. Just trying to, trying to honestly just stay with cooking because I'm so sick of it. Yep. We've so. been having Taco Tuesday, Taco Wednesday. Taco <laughs> No, we haven't. Tim's lunch is after that. <laughs> we do have Taco Tuesday and sometimes tacos on the weekend. But Tim loves tacos. I love tacos. So I did have Taco Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. Mm-hmm. Tuesday for dinner, Wednesday and Thursday for lunch. Did I have that on Friday too? Yes. You gave me taco salad on Friday as well. Wow. Yeah. So I have had several taco days. Tim is very, he is a wonderful husband. I just I just don't care what I eat. Not you know, even a little if, bit. If wifey's going to make the lunch. Um, There's going to be no complaints except for if it's ravioli. Yeah, just don't give me ravioli. Don't give me that lame <laughs> meat sauce. Yeah. I'm, I'm boycotting spaghetti and meat sauce. I think that's so bland. Except for it's still in our cabinet, so we're about to yeah, make some. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'll eat it, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I boycott it. Yeah. So, also, I'm going to make cinnamon rolls tonight. Your Ooh. mom's famous cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon. And I've never done it before, you so guys, you guys, wish us luck. You guys ever seen that, that video of the horse? Come on, cinnamon. Little little girl trying to bring her horse. If you if you haven't seen it, trust Go me. Go look it up. You'll cry. Google it. Come on, cinnamon. Little girl. And she, No, she says cinnamon. Okay. Say it, Tim. Simmon. Google <laughs> Google Simmon, apparently. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Horse name Cinnamon. Super cute. So that will make your day. If you're bored on quarantine. YouTube. Just do that. Yep. YouTube and listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much of a life, but you, <laughs> there you go. You guys do you. <laughs> also... Look for listings in Arizona for us. Yep. Remember, email timolly2017 at gmail.com. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're so looking forward to the houses. Our son is getting quite antsy. He um, is ready to go play. <laughs> he just got done eating from the looks of it. <laughs> Not by his face for sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That was a loud one. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. As a as a quick disclaimer, if you if you guys notice that this uh, this episode is very choppy, um, it's because we have been absolutely not professional <laughs> Dis- in this at all. <laughs> dysfunctional. <laughs> dysfunctional is the best way to put it. So it's just gonna be a whole mess. But you know, boobs are flying. <laughs> Flying boobs. Anyway, we just want to thank you guys for stopping by. We're going to leave all that in there just because. So thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, feel free to give it a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to it on something else, download iTunes and give us a five-star rating anyway. And uh, 
you'll be doing us a big favor. We like you guys. Hopefully you like us. <laughs> Do you have anything <laughs> if else? If you're listening this long, I really hope you like us. Yeah. But if not, then here's some ammunition so you can write bad things about us. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> With a five-star review, With though. a five, yes. <laughs> you can write bad things, uh-huh. but leave us a five-star rating. At least be decent. All right. Thank you guys for coming out, and we will see you in the next one. Next Thursday, supposedly. <laughs> okay. Bye. We will see you later, guys.